You're listening to the Human App Podcast. My name is Victor Ung. I really appreciate you being here,、uh, being a podcast about emotional intelligence.、Uh, it, it means that we have very similar mindset and, and you know,、uh, values and, and goals and what we want as humans to be able to, you know, understand our emotions and What role that plays in our behavior and how that affects our fulfillment in our careers and relationships. So,、um, just want to acknowledge you and for, for being a listener. And、uh, in this episode, I am excited to connect with Antonio Smith,、uh, one of the co founders of Seattle Gents. Which is a community of men,、uh, while not being exclusive to men, but、uh, a community of people who are interested in menswear and fashion in the Seattle area. On their website, some of their values are awareness, community, and influence, where as a collective, they want to highlight some of the best fashion, dining, hospitality, and travel brands in the Seattle area. In order to collaborate and produce events and content and engagement with the community. So, I'll let Antonio share a little more about Seattle Gents and what they're about in the episode. But I'm excited to have him on the episode because when we connected at one of their events,、um, I just realized, you know, how open and, and, Passionate Antonio was about, you know, creating this community and, and what he was trying to build from it. And we connected on a lot of different topics around vulnerability and being expressive as a creative and as a man and in Seattle, you know, having a, sort of a Seattle freeze, which is somewhat of a debate over whether it's true or not. But we talk a lot about that in this episode. So I hope you enjoy. And before we get into it, here's a quick message from my sponsor. First off, thank you for being a listener of the Human Up podcast. I definitely have so much to say and express and all the things that I've experienced and observed throughout my life that I've honestly been cultured and, and kind of pressured to, to bite my tongue against. So I really love being able to use this platform and this medium as a podcast to do so. And it wouldn't be possible without anchor.fm, which is the hosting platform I use to distribute this podcast. It's perfect for me right now because it's free and automatically distributes. Distributes my episodes to all the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And the cool part is that there are tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you don't even need any extra software or services to, to create the podcast. And you can even make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership by recording ads like this. So, if you have a message to send and ideas to spread, definitely download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And who knows, maybe we can collab and create a, a podcast episode together. If you do end up creating one, you should definitely hit me up and, and we can do something there. With that, let's get back to the episode. So cool. Hey, thanks for coming on the podcast, Antonio.、Uh, it's really cool to have you here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we met at 
uh, Seattle Gents, which is I I found out that you were the one of the co-founders of. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, so it was cool to just connect and and uh, you know it's it's just awesome that you're building this community. So uh, thanks again for coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to just maybe for those who you know don't know you or unaware what what's kind of your story and and how do you go about starting something like Seattle Gents? Yeah. So, uh, I actually went to school for graphic design. Um, like pretty much after I, uh, kind of graduated, like this is a while back, but like all, a lot of the dot coms were like closing and, you know, I couldn't get a job like right off the bat. Um, so I started working for this kind of a fashion, uh, kind of magazine, online magazine. Um, it was kind of covering different things in Seattle and in Vancouver, Canada. Uh, so I was kind of like, you know, working there, kind of doing it, being an intern there. And then they were like, Hey, you're the youngest person here. Like, you know how to tweet, you know about social media. Why don't you start doing social media for us? (laughs) So I was just like, okay, I had never really been into interested in social media that much because I was always kind of like, I don't know if I want to put my information out there. But I did know how to tweet. I did know about certain social media. So I was like, all right, Facebook, whatever, ads. I was like, all right, cool, I'll do it. So I started doing that. And then after a while, I kind of liked it. Um, You know, throughout the social media, kind of going to events for the magazine, for the online magazine, um, I started noticing there weren't like um, a lot of guys doing uh, different social media stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Like at the top, like it was kind of like scattered. It wasn't like a collective, like people who I could talk to. I could be like, okay, how do I, you know, talk to this person or uh, how do I get in contact with this brand or whatever, you know, all those different things. So I basically kind of had to like learn my way and kind of like feel my way into like, the, you know, the Seattle network, which is kind of, I don't know, you've been living here for a while. So it's kind of hard sometimes to kind of break into it with the Seattle freeze and all that other junk. For sure. So, uh, you know, it took me a while to kind of like, you know, kind of get into it or whatever. After a while, I, after I stopped working for the the um, the online magazine, I started doing my own social media stuff. I uh, started a blog or whatever, but I continue to kind of feel like in some ways a little lonely, you know what I mean? Because uh, mm-hmm. I was doing all this cool stuff and my friends were like, oh man, this is so fun. Like you're doing all this stuff. And I'm like, look, you can come with me if you want, you know? <laughs> and they were just like, nah, 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 I'm good. You know what I mean? So I was just yeah. like, oh man, this kind of sucks or whatever. So Uh, I kind of wanted to like, at some point, like form a group uh, of individuals who are interested in social media, who are interested in uh, lifestyle, who are interested in like, you know, some of the elevated things coming into Seattle. Uh, And, uh, and eventually, years later, I kind of met my co founder, who uh, Avi Sur, who's actually uh, from California from LA, he came up and he kind of had like a a similar kind of idea, because they're, you know, they're much developed, much more developed down there. And kind of like, hey, let's just get some guys together and then, you know, go to like a, a a place, a venue and just kind of like tell them like, hey, you know, tell them that we're showing up and then see what happens. You know what I mean? See what kind of what happens. So we kind of like hooked up with a couple of great influencers, uh, went over to um, uh, the Goldfinch Tavern at the Four Seasons Hotel uh, and they loved it. And like it was just really cool. And then like some people on social media saw it and they were just like, hey, do us you know, do us, do us. And right. it kept on going. Um, cause they were just like, Hey, you know, fashionable guys, they were just like all about social media. They're doing, 
um, you know, fun things, you know, they're positive. Uh, they're all about this elevated lifestyle that's kind of like developing here in Seattle, you know, uh, and we just kept doing it. And after a while, after we got a good amount of press, we were on like magazines on, you know, King five on local news or whatever, all that stuff. We're like, Hey, let's make an official business. Let's start really actually see if we can start making some money off of it. And, uh, fast forward, we, you know, uh, it's almost been three years. We're about to have our anniversary in November. We just announced it today. So, yeah. Awesome. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's cool that like there that you found almost this missing piece here where, yeah. you know, that it, 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 I think you're right to a point where Seattle is there, there is a bit of a freeze where it's, it's hard for a lot of us to branch out and to um, just get out there and, and meet people. I think, you know, I, my theory is that the city just attracts introverts, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. who, who love to, uh, you know, just stay inside and, you know, listen to the rain and sit next to a fireplace. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, for it, it to, to, to create this space though, for people, especially like, as you said, who, who want to live an elevated lifestyle to like meet each other is, is awesome. And yeah, I went to, you know, what you call the whiskey Wednesdays, correct, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember now, but um, yeah. uh, it was, it was super cool to, to just uh, chat with so many people, especially in the creative space. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then people like other, other men, especially like, right. I think that's another thing that, is, as you mentioned, is, is also missing where, yeah, maybe there's a lot of meetups, um you know for for women and other types of uh, things but it's just not really i guess for men and fashion right? right like what else was kind of missing there for you like why do you think you're why do you think seattle gens is a, a key piece here well it's 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 a kind of a resource you know for a lot of people that are there's so many people new people going into seattle coming into seattle all the time and they're like, you know, uh, like a couple of this one gentleman, you know, I met from New York, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I'm here from New York, like I'm looking for, you know, a group or whatever. And, and I'm like, you know, not only just fashion, but like, you know, hospitality, food, because all those people talk, right? The people at the top, they all talk this, this, this community, everybody kind of knows each other, um, you know, uh, but, you know, like, we want to be able to kind of like, have a resource where people are like, Hey, where's, where can I go on a date? You know, like yeah. where, where can I get, where's a good place to get my stuff tailored? You know, uh, where is the best restaurant here? You know what I mean? Uh, show me examples. And, uh, we want to show people new people here in Seattle and uh, also some of the old people here, some of the people that have been here for, I guess, if you're, you're old here, if you've been here more than like four or five years because like right, right. you know if you've been here three years you're kind of still new but you know i mean there's still a lot of people that don't necessarily talk um so it's just kind of like we want to show them hey you know this store has been here for like you know 30 40 years it's right down the street and it's like it has really good stuff you should go check it out so that's what we want to highlight the different things that are here in the greater seattle area yeah and and on top of that too i i see this as like a, a really good resource for people who um for for men who don't really know where to look for these types of answers you know right. like um 
you know, I, I think this does comment on a little bit of, and, and maybe I'm kind of speaking personally too, where uh, it, it, it is a little bit hard to reach out um, to, to ask for these types of help, you know, like this, like where, how do I, I don't know, where do I take people on a date or like, you know, uh, you know, where do I, what kind of shoes do I buy? Or, you know, right. like, so these types of questions are very vulnerable. Right. And, right. Um, you know, I think, yeah, when we, when we met last time, we did touch on a little bit of, you know, just our identity around masculinity and just the, how, you know, emotions and feelings do get, you know, in the way and how that's so uncomfortable for a lot of guys to, uh, to, to express, but, um, do you like what, what aspect of that did you kind of see? in starting this community, like, did you kind of have that intended purpose to just bring guys together or was there like, yeah, I mean, you know, number one, it was like, it was kind of like to get some guys together that are interested in, in this, these type of things, you know? Um, but, uh, also to, you know, like potential partners for, for like females or males or whoever, you know, that like guys that are doing this, you know, like our, our events aren't only for males it's or, or females as well to kind of show up and, and, you know, participate in these things, or whatever, because they like, you know, people that look like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that's uh, also really important. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just bringing people together <laughs> is, yeah. is the idea. And especially in Seattle where, we're, we're, it's a little bit colder and rigid here, but, uh, it, it's good to warm it, warm up people. So, yeah. um, yeah. And so you also mentioned that you came from a, a creative space and have a lot of that background. Um, have you always been in the creative field and always consider yourself creative and what was, what was that sort of journey like? Yeah, I've always kind of considered myself to be fairly creative, um, like mostly all the English and, and you know, arts classes that I had in school or whatever, I was always really good at. And uh, so I actually, I actually, right after I graduated from high school, like I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, oh, I, I, I know I love to create, I love to express myself. And that's one of the reasons why I kind of hopped on social media was, uh, and wanted to become a quote unquote influencer is to, uh, actually give me opportunities, possibly, uh, provide opportunities or or create opportunities for myself to express myself with artistic, um, artistic things, you know, whether it's like, you know, singing, I used to be in a music group, uh, or acting or modeling or just doing whatever. I just love being creative and uh, trying new things. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you, and yeah, did you ever kind of get this sort of resistance in going down that type of path? And was it internal or external in, in, you know, being able to express yourself in a lot of ways? Um, you know, I think from other people, I mean, there's, there's some, there's some hesitancy about, or some like, um, people don't, there's a lot of like also kind of a backlash against influencers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I had to really figure out like exactly the reason why I was doing it. I didn't actually realize it at first, but after a while, I kind of realized what I just said is that the fact that like the whole reason why I'm in there, like, cause I I was looking, got really caught up on like 
who's posting, how many times they're posting, how fast they're growing, if they're growing, you know, at this rate or whatever, I'm not growing fast enough or all those different things. But I think uh, I really kind of actually thinking about like why I'm doing it. And uh, if I'm doing the things that I love and I'm fulfilling the the quest of, of reason why I'm actually on it, then it's like, who cares? Like who's bigger or smaller or whatever, like, you know, you're doing it for this person and uh, for this uh, reason. And, um, you know, and that's it. So that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. I, I think just maybe to, to comment on, on my end of that, I, it, for, for so, like that comparison sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, just comparisonitis, I guess is one way of heard of being described, but it is so easy for us to compare ourselves to others. And um, that gets in the way of, you know, you truly being creative or I guess speaking for myself again, right. Um, I, there were like, I, I definitely loved a lot of the video production and writing and uh, you know, doing these things. But when I see other people who are, obviously way farther ahead it can it can limit me it can like demotivate me right um was there something what in terms of like a a mindset or or something that you maybe told yourself or or something that you just got like how did you get over you know trying to to not compare yourself to to others um i i'm very much like you know just be appreciative of of the things that you have and also uh, i think that real and recognizes real the whole phrase um you know just because a person is you know has like 20 million followers or x y and z doesn't mean that they're actually like real with themselves Uh, you know Mm -hmm. they don't they may not even know like why they're actually doing it it's just something is kind of working or clicking and uh you know it's kind of the turtle in the hair kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, the hair, you know, goes out and flashes or whatever. And you, everybody sees that. But, you know, the tur- tortoise just goes along at its pace. And then, you know, you can kind of uh, still succeed in that way. So um, I don't know. I guess I, I really just don't try to compare myself to anybody else. Like, hey, I'm me. I'm who I am. Like, if I'm supposed to be here, then great. Um, if I'm, if I don't make it, that's great. At least I'm having fun and I'm enjoying myself along the process. Well, that's the important part too, right? Like really enjoying it as, as you're going. Um, cause, and, and really understanding why you're doing it. Well, like start with that. Why? Yeah. Right? Like, you know, um, are you doing this just because it looks cool, you know, on social media or because you see all these people, you know, doing, doing it. And, um, you know, is that enough motivation that will help you keep going and trudge, trudge through all the different obstacles that come with being, you know, creative in that way. Right. So yeah, really like tapping into that. Cause you know, I, I think it, it does relate to a little bit of, uh, you know, mindfulness techniques where, you know, how, as you are, the, the the common thing is to you know bring yourself back to your breath right bring your back self back to this baseline and um i kind of see that in a in a creative sense too where you know there's so many different distractions and things that could pull you pull you away uh but if you can find that that core 
reason and that core why and that core thing that you that you find excitement and joy in like use that to come back to right and and that will help you like you know get through any obstacles and and um you know addressing the failures and fears that that might come up along the way so um, yeah i mean you know that kind of goes into uh you know with seattle gents like uh you know, I have a reason why I'm actually doing it just because I lo- I enjoy Seattle. I enjoy the growth and like the progression. Like I've been here longer than like 10, 15 years. It's, it's grown tremendously in that time and yeah. I love it. And, uh, and no matter what, like, like I said, if, if things don't go well or whatever, I know that I'm doing it for the right reason. Like I love it. And I enjoy it. And then this is, I'm going to stay focused on it until it doesn't work. And then I could be like, Hey, well, this is really cool. This is really fun. This is the kind of things that I did. And, uh, you know, and I did it, you know, and I'm happy with that. I wonder like if there's, cause another thing I've been thinking about is like, how do you, you know, almost find yourself in this, this path to, do something that you do love and, and truly can care about and have fun doing. Like, I wonder if there, I don't, I mean, I, like my initial kind of response to that is like, obviously experimentation and just doing a bunch of things, but maybe, you know, not a lot of us have that much time or right. maybe don't feel like, uh, like, I guess, yeah. How do you really know what is right for you and, and worth it to, sort of invest in, in a way to, to try to figure out if it's something you do like. I feel like that's a hard question because it's like one of those things, situations like, you know, you know, you remember when you're like grade school or whatever, and then you're like, you see this one kid was always like, Hey, I'm going to be a comic. And they knew exactly what they were going to do right from like five, six years old. Like they've been working on it all their lives. And there's some people they're just like, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like 30, you know? So it's kind of like, I don't know. That's a hard one. I feel like it just kind of like happens, you know? And then you can start realizing certain things that you're just really good at. And you're just like, hey, well, I'm really good at this. Why don't I just get paid to do this or whatever? You know what I yeah. mean? So I guess it's really just figuring out like what you're really passionate about. Uh, just trying everything. Um, I, you know, kind of like what you were saying, experimentation, I think that's the, that's the easiest way to do it is experimentation and just realizing like, Hey, you know what? Like I enjoy doing this, you know, or people really enjoy when I do this, you know, and I get fulfillment from other people. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I think part of it too, might even just kind of reframe what being creative even means for you. Mm -hmm. Right. I think maybe there's part of it where a lot of us hold ourselves back from, you know, trying these things because, oh, we're not creative enough or I'm not artistic enough or whatever. And, and I think that's like, well, you know, being creative doesn't mean you have to like, you know, wear a, a, a French hat and go to Paris to go paint drawings and stuff. Right. Like right. it, there's, there's other ways to be creative and there's, there's small habits that you can do um, to, to do that. Like, it, does that, kind of resonate in some way like maybe for you like in how you developed your creative process or or how you almost you know found this this passion now for yourself 
Like, well, yeah, I think that uh, the one of the great things about creativity is that, like, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, you know? Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to fit a certain mold. If you don't, if personally you look inside and you're like, hey, you know what? I don't fit this. Like, this is not what I do. You know, uh, I, I don't really go for this. And, they, you know, it's just kind of like finding that audience of people who really appreciate it. There's so many different people around in this world. And it's just like, you know, somebody likes something, you know what I mean? And right. you just have to find out who those people are that really like it. I mean, and that's one of the things that I really like about the Seattle Gents group, because uh, we actually hold uh, a certain amount of influencers that are inside of the group. And they're all slightly different. Like everybody's a different personality. Um, so it's just kind of like, Hey, you know, I really, uh, appreciate obvious style, or I really appreciate Rashad style or this person's style or whatever. And it's slightly different and, uh, they can kind of like latch on to different people. So not to really type, you know, plug my, uh, plug my company again, but you know, <laughs> that's <laughs> no, one of the things that I like. Yeah. No. And, and I do appreciate that too. Right. Like just being able to, you know, bring people together. Cause that, you're right. in like being able to find that common interest you know, uh, with, with other people, um, because without doing so, obviously it is really easy to feel alone, to feel like, you know, you, you don't really belong anywhere. So, um, for you to create this space for people to explore that, I think is super cool. Um, like, and I think maybe that comes, that might bring back a little bit of what we talked about in the beginning, you know, around masculinity and, and for men to reach out to each other, um, for, for me, that was, I don't know, being, you know, on paper, like as a, f a first generation Asian American, uh, you know, with immigrant family who went into technology, like there wasn't that much space for me to, um, be vulnerable and to, to know how to, you know, be comfortable with my emotions, uh, you know, there's, it, it definitely made it seem like if I were to, you know, express anything that it, you know, might be perceived as weak or, or too feminine and, you know, and that, uh, held me back a lot. So I, I wonder, you know, I think we touched on it a little bit and, um, I don't know if you'd be willing to kind of share your experience or story with that, or like if there is anything that kind of resonates with you around that aspect. Yeah, I think uh, I'm originally from Detroit. Um, so Michigan is like uh, slightly, um, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a harder city because I feel like, um, you know, they're the oh man how do i how do i put it <laughs> there's there it's harder to really like truly express yourself because yeah. there's a lot of people like hey you know what like you're you know like don't don't do that you know what i mean right. you stay where you're at and uh and i think it wasn't until i actually moved out to seattle where i was in a totally different environment i was i lived in the inner cities of detroit and then like moved out to the suburbs of like of, of, uh, of Seattle. Uh, so I moved over from Detroit to Bothell. Um, and at yeah. that time they were just like, Oh, wow, you're cool. You're a black guy. You know, I bet you know how to dance. I know you how to do all this different <laughs> stuff. So, uh, it wasn't, um, until then, like, I was kind of like, Oh, they were like, Oh, you're cool. You know, kind of like, cause you're very different. Um, 
I was like, whoa, I'm cool. Like, I can't believe it, you know? Um, and I was able to kind of express myself a little bit better and explore all like all the different facets of like my personality and, and creativity in this, you know? Um, and I think that that really helped me out a whole lot. And, and it kind of really showed me that like, um, that I could do whatever I wanted to do, like, because it was kind of like the wild, wild west over here. Um, yeah. you know, in some ways, you know what I mean? So that's what I really like. Well, that's cool. It sounds like like a new environment helped you kind of see things differently to, to break you out of that shell in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And was, was there, was it kind of then, you know, a certain person or, or just people or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always curious, like, what exactly is it that allowed you to foster, you know, this comfort around being expressive, about, about being creative and, and then on top of that, even just talking about like fashion, which is also, you know, traditionally uh, more feminine to to kind of talk about and discuss. But like, yeah, what what other factors have helped you, you know, become comfortable? Or was that something that you always felt like you had even when you were in Detroit, too? You know, when I was there, I really I had terrible fashion sense. I, I uh, partly because like my parents were, you know, basically buying most of my clothes <laughs> and everything. But it wasn't until like, you know, after I moved out here for a while and I was just like, OK, I'm going to start buying. I got myself a little little teaching gig or whatever. I was teaching elementary school kids chess and I have my my check every now and then. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to start implementing pieces into my wardrobe. And then just see what happens. Um, and I think I've always kind of been like in my in my group of friends. I've kind of always been the person that's like willing to just experiment. And yeah. like I've always been like, you know what? I don't care what people kind of think uh, because I've already developed the confidence from like when I first moved out here. That I was just like, you know what? I don't care what you guys think. You guys, uh, you know, I've always already been to an environment where people like hated on me. So it's just like, you know, why stop now? Like, I might as well just go all the way over. And uh, so I would like dye my hair or start doing different fashion or whatever. And, and eventually after I started liking, figuring out things that I really like uh, and I, I, I found like a good groove, I was like, okay, this is me. It took me a while to kind of find that um, a couple of years, like maybe five or six years to figure out like, okay, who am I, you know? Um, and then after that, I kind of like, found this groove of like, okay, hey, I can be all these th parts of my creativity, but, and then put it into this one little like mesh and it feels like me, you know? So hopefully that's cool. that answered your question. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, 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 I get that it is a process to explore that, you know, and, and it, and it also means being comfortable with what failure might look like because i think you know a lot of that is oh i i'm i'm really scared to try this new thing or this new look or whatever it may be you know or, or be this creative person or whatnot because of the fact that you know there's that possibility that we'll fail or that we'll be rejected or that you know be yeah. made fun of and um and uh you know and so a big part of it is really is is I don't know how to say it. It's like, get used to it is what I kind of come up with. But right. you know, that's not 
it's you can't just tell someone it's like get used to it man you know but right uh but like it is it's it's the willingness to be uncomfortable is what it is right but again like that's a practice that's a muscle to train so yeah yeah well yeah i mean there's there's I think we we hit on, I'm just like finding this intersection, right? Between (laughs) (laughs) like, as, as men, as, uh, you know, and, and being creative and expressing ourselves, even with something deeper as our emotions too, um, could be a, a good start to, you know, start seeing a, uh, more fulfilling and, and joyful life in general. Right. Um, And and it starts with being able to be comfortable with these emotions and being able to talk about them. So being a podcast about emotional intelligence uh, (laughs) and what 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 does emotional intelligence kind of mean to you? Like whenever you hear that, what what is your initial sort of reaction to its definition? Well, I mean, I feel like I've already I've kind of listened to a little bit of your podcast so i mean from what i gather from it of just that that five minutes or whatever that i listened to yeah. at the beginning the first one is just basically like in control of your actual emotions and realizing where you are what space you're in you know um and i think something like that something to that effect <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that is a a big part of it is just the awareness of you know, what role our emotions can play in our behaviors. And, um, you know, for so a lot of what we talked about even in this episode, right, is, you know, the, the unfamiliarity of these emotions can cause a lot of discomfort. And, and when we're uncomfortable, I think the first instinct is to just suppress it or to push it away. Mm. Um and so a big part of emotional intelligence is is not doing that and and being uh aware of it and be able to sit with it so that yeah. you can then you know understand um better actions to to take to properly respond rather than just blindly reacting to how you're feeling. And so yeah, so I I think in, in since we talked a lot about like creativity and and what it means to be a man and expressive as a man, like, uh, you know, just having that core foundation of how, how you feel right on an internal level. And I think that definitely showcases itself in a lot in our fashion actually too. And well, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, one way, I mean, cause like ref- fashion or style is a, is a reflection of your personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, realizing like I don't dress the same every single day. Like some days I feel confident, you know, I, I realize what I'm feeling. I internalize that. And then I kind of put that in, in you know, where I, the way I dress, I might dress a certain type of way. Um, right. These are all facets of who I am, you know, um, at, at a certain times or whatever. It might reflect, you know, what I'm wearing. Well, yeah. And, and actually, and it goes the opposite way, too, where the clothes also have an effect on on how we feel. Right. Like, you know, putting on nice clothes and having a clean look can immediately elevate you too. um, Yeah. Regardless of, you know, what you might be feeling or or might perceive your your emotions to be. So, uh, 
I think there's there's a cool connection there as well. well you know, you know the crazy thing is, I know this is slightly the the uh, slightly different from like your actual premise, but I think it's interesting. What's interesting to me is how it makes other people feel around you, not only just yourself, but other people how they react to you if you're wearing yeah. a certain type of thing. Um, uh, so I think I find that really interesting because, like, you know, there's some people. I mean, even though you, you know, you shouldn't necessarily do this, uh, but if I go to a bank or something like that and I'm wearing all sweat, all sweats or whatever, and I look like I just came from the gym, like sometimes people don't necessarily talk to me, you know. But if yeah. I'm wearing something clean or whatever, then all of a sudden people are like, "Hey, how's you? How you doing, Mr. Smith? How's it going? So can I yeah. help you with anything? You know?" And that's really interesting to me. That is, yeah. Do you do you ever kind of you know dress with intention? I mean, like I don't know. I guess maybe like how do you decide like what to wear throughout your day? Like, is that something you think about at all? Uh, occasionally, I mean, it really depends on you know if I want something or not. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if I'm going on an interview or a job interview, like I want to get this job, so I'm trying to figure out what these people are wearing. You know, like how do I make these people feel comfortable? This interviewer feel comfortable and feel like I fit into this space. You know, or on a date, you know, I'm not I'm gonna dress my probably what represents me and. uh you know, my best at what represents me. And I think, you know, so this person is like that I'm dating is looking at me at like, oh, wow, this is an accurate depiction of who this person is. So, and I like this person or I don't like this person. This person can decide, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever the case is. So uh, occasionally I do it, but uh, occasionally I'm just like, oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's cool. Like fashion is a big part of being creative too. So yeah. Uh, and, and expressing that and so well cool i mean i think you know there's 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 quite a bit here where i i think whoever is listening uh <laughs> could 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 take out of you know maybe even some small things that uh that that you can do on your own to you know start creating more joy and fulfillment in general right like and it and it starts with w how you kind of feel about yourself and how you express that and and then starting with small habits that can you know build into something bigger um yeah so i mean maybe just to to tie it off do you is there something that you would like to like if for for anyone listening who might feel like you know, that they are either not creative or maybe that they have a struggle expressing, expressing themselves or, or, you know, um, regardless of how, right. Either in a more creative sense or in, uh, an emotional level, like what type of advice would you give them? Um, yeah, just basically what we, we kind of like already talked about and just experiment, just, just, just try, like, you know, uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder and there is somebody that's going to appreciate what you're doing. It may not be the masses. It may be a small niche of people. It may be, you know, halfway, but, uh, just, just try like life is short. Just, uh, you know, try whatever you want, experiment and participate. And, you know, if you're interested in doing it and being creative, then just do it. Like when you feel like it, you know what I mean? Like the inspiration, let the inspiration guide you. Well, there you go. 
You hit her, heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this was awesome. Uh, for lastly, how can people find you? And and maybe do you have any other events coming up or anything that you'd like to, you know, tell people about? Yeah. So you can find me uh, on Instagram. I'm on Instagram quite a bit uh, at Antonio CD Smith. Um, also AntonioCDSmith.com. Uh, but also I'm most of the time I'm running the uh, Seattle Gents uh, Instagram as well at Seattle Gents. Um, so you can message me or whatever. I get it. Uh, I get most of the messages or whatever, or email Seattle Gents at C- SeattleGents.com. Uh, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> so, oh yeah. And events and events. Yes. We just announced our three year anniversary. This is really awesome. It's going to be a, uh, a banquet kind of event. It's going to be fantastic over at the Graduate Hotel in uh, North Seattle. It's going to be fantastic. We just posted it up. Definitely go to this because it's going to be a lot of great surprises. Yeah, I might have to get myself there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so if you're in the Seattle area, definitely come through and check us out. Um and check out, especially Antonio. You don't have to talk to me if you don't want no, to. No, just definitely talk to this guy. You got, you got no. really good insight, man. I love it. I uh, appreciate it. But uh, yeah, cool. Uh, it was really fun talking to you. And um, yeah, thanks again for, for spending the time here. No problem. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Antonio Smith of Seattle Gents. I hope you enjoyed it and took something out of it. If you did, I, I do want to hear about it. Um, you could do that in multiple ways by either emailing or sending in an audio clip of what this made you think about or how this applied to your life as well. And you can do so at Victor Ung. That's victorung.com slash podcast. And if you're interested in subscribing to get updates on new episodes as well as other content that I'm producing in the written format as as a blog as well as YouTube videos, uh, you can subscribe at victorong.com slash subscribe. And doing so, you'll also get a free PDF of 11 exercises that I've collected to help you improve your own emotional intelligence as well. With that, I really appreciate you being here and for being a listener, and I really hope you are enjoying your own emotional intelligence journey as well, and thank you for listening. I'll catch you next Monday.